0: Hello, Richard.
1: Hey, Cy, how are you doing?
0: Doing very well, thank you. It
1: is, very so, well. it is so cool to be talking with the lead singer of The Fix, Cy Kernan, with you guys having a new record out for the first time in 10 years called Every 5 Seconds. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's my, my pleasure. Thank you. So uh, so what was it that was the motivating factor to put a, your first new record in the decade and, and tell us some of the... I guess, the, the ideas behind this record. I mean, you guys have always been kind of complex, introspective, thought-provoking on your releases, but every five seconds kind of continues that trend with some themes going on there.
0: Yeah, well, it was time to get back in the studio after the last uh, tours of promoting the last record, Beautiful Friction. You know, it's like fruit comes on the tree sporadically, so we like to pick that fruit. That fruit was born of a... Very strange era in history, I think. You know, we're we're living in very crazy times, which is always inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Humans never fail to overwhelm and underwhelm at both the same stroke.
1: And it's interesting when, when you talk about every five seconds about how life can either be a series of broken, obsessive thoughts or a wonderful mosaic of moments, and every five seconds reflects the human paradox of the struggle between betterment, And bewilderment, that captures it perfectly.
0: Yeah, that's it. You know, we take a breath, and we're constantly made up of, am I loved? Do I love? Am I frightened? Am I not frightened? Am I hungry? Am I not hungry? It's (laughs) It's just a chemical experiment that has feelings basically
1: no no doubt and, and some deep thoughts with some great music as well and, and the record comes out in june and then you hit the road for a tour with the slim jim Phantom of the uh stray cats opening up for you and you got the the classic lineup still intact a dozen top tens three number ones i mean is there any way Cy, si, back in 1979 when you're forming the group in london that you could have imagined 40 years later that you would still be doing it
0: uh, there's no 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 way you've no way of knowing. I'm, I'm still expecting to wake up from the dream. <laughs> what well,
1: what would today's Cy Kernan say to the younger Cy Kernan starting out? And then what what's the advice you would have for the younger you?
0: I would say measure twice, cut once.
1: <laughs> I I can only imagine. Uh, that that now you know the seasoned veteran that you are now back then it was really just hey let's do this and and all of a sudden well I'm getting paid to do this and that love that drives you but still I mean the differences between recording and performing then and now not just physically with age but what what are some of those big differences because you're so much more of a seasoned veteran now than you were then what are some of the biggest differences yeah. you find
0: Well, I think back then we were just, you know, there was too much eat my dust. We were putting the afterburners on a lot. The thrust of the energy was just, you know, go get it, gargantuan appetite for life, which is good, but you can only eat and digest so much in a moment. I think now seasoned, it's actually take time, step into it, appreciate it, look around, see the connection to yourself with other people, and um, try and spread some love along the way because... So that crashed and burned a few times. This is the voice of experience right here. but I was going to say that,
1: that nowadays that you bring a, a sort of a veteran sense, the, the experience that you've had of four decades of recording and performing, and that must make you feel more confident and more enjoying of the moment than ever before.
0: Yep, absolutely. I mean, I have grandchildren in my day. I have a new album in my day. Um, not much to really complain about, but yeah, I'll still find something. Trust me.
1: <laughs> well, well, and as you said, we're we're living in weird times nowadays. I mean, we're going to look back on this pandemic era as just a, a moment in time that affected us in so many ways. But, you know, I, I you think about the, the staying power of the songs that you guys recorded. I, I think of Shattered Rooms in 1982 with Stand or Fall and Red Skies. And then, of course, Reached the beach in 1983, was saved by Zero, and and one thing leads to another. I mean, w- when you're recording those songs, looking back on that now, forty years later, did you did you realize at the time that you had something special, and could you have imagined the staying power, the lasting power that those tunes have?
0: No, no, I didn't realize they would stick around so long. But now I do wish I'd been a political speechwriter.
1: <laughs> Why is that?
0: it. we could have we could have taught our politicians to actually say what they mean and mean what they say.
1: Oh God, help us if that happens. Well, I don't know if we can handle that. But you're right. I mean, you see things going on nowadays in the world, and you guys addressed these things 40 years ago. You know, and and it's a challenge as you guys remained prolific in the 80s and 90s and into the 21st century. It's a challenge to keep a band together. How have you guys managed to stay together, that classic lineup, and continue to find the energy and the enthusiasm to record and tour?
0: Yeah, well, I think there's a deep respect in the band. Um, The five of us, there is a genuine love. Uh, We all really do appreciate the careers we've had. We're all very grateful. We've been lucky that our health has kept us um, physically active. And uh, I think there's a collective wisdom that has taken care of us all of us all and we still really enjoy
1: what we do So, I guess with age age comes wisdom and experience comes wisdom and also uh, families I mean I I imagine the appreciation you have now as a grandfather and with the classic lineup of the fix to perform and record it's got to be profound now to continue to do this and you have your grandkids and your families enjoying this and how they can all go along for the ride
0: It, uh, it doesn't get much better and I would, I was speaking out there to any, any man, a woman who's got grandchildren and children, take care of them, love them, let them know they're loved, and then they may not make the same mistakes that some people are making out of self-loathing and all this stuff. There's a lot of dejected, rejected people around that don't need to be.
1: Amen. As a father of a 19-year-old son, I, I can relate to exactly what you're saying and, and appreciate it greatly. So I have to ask, um, yeah. how, how how inextricably linked is MTV in the history of The Fix?
0: Oh, it's huge. I think, you know. again, it took about one of those moments that happened in time. That was definitely a moment that we stepped into that I think um, converted our career from just an audio thing to a, a visual thing. Um, I think MTV was probably the first electronic babysitter across the nation. (laughs) So there were many young minds sitting there watching the screen after school going, Whoa, we can see this music. We can see these guys running around on chasing horses or waving big ginormous (laughs) (laughs) radars around or whatever it was in the video. And then next thing you know, they're able to come and see the show. And we've been able to sustain that. Entertainment value that MTV gave birth to.
1: Yeah, and and the fans that you got, that you got from that. I mean, and what if MTV had not existed? How much different would the story of the fix been? I mean, how instrumental was it? And and how did you guys approach making videos at the vanguard of the music video?
0: Well, it was it was a little tricky because even the record companies didn't understand the power of it in the mm-hmm. beginning. I mean, I, we remember begging for a budget of ten thousand dollars to make our first videos. And I think the budget for the first video was ending up being the lunch budget for the last video that we made.
1: (laughs) But, but, but it must, but, you know, when, when you look back on those videos I mean, do you, do you recognize the person in the band there today? I mean, you know, we look in the mirror and we see ourselves, and, and, and you know, I, a friend of mine joked that we're all uh, wrinkled, bloated versions of our younger selves. You know, George Harrison said the body yeah. ages, but the soul stays young. Do you recognize that person?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. It's what I call the Spartacus moment. You know, when you <laughs> see Kirk Douglas in Spartacus, he's like, whoa, he's kind of go And then you see him several decades later, still Kirk Douglas, but something's changed.
1: Well, it it is. You know what? We're we're lucky. Uh, You know what a drag it is to get old is what the Stones said. But you're lucky if you get to experience that. And, you know, it's funny. MTV has changed so profoundly over the decades. They used to play music videos and now they're something completely different. But the music industry itself has had profound changes in the 40 years that you've been doing this. What has been the, the the changes that you've experienced over the decades continuing to record and tour and how different that music industry is nowadays that you guys are dealing with?
0: Yeah, I think that there's a the audiences are distracted more. There are many more things to interest them or take them away from just the peaceful moment of absorbing a piece of music and sitting quietly staring at an album cover reading the lyrics. Now there's much more agitation in the process. You know, you're either what playing a video game or you're trying to look for a piece of music to put to a video of yourself in an Instagram post. And it's the center of the universe has changed.
1: Yeah, it, it feels like we're almost rewiring our species to be a little bit different with all they need in the palm of their hand. I mean, well, you know, when you're on stage... It wasn't like that in the 80s and the 90s when you were performing, but now when you're performing, everybody's got a cell phone up shooting video of you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that does get a little weird. You know, <laughs> you want people to just remember the moment, not look back at the moment, because if you're looking back, you missed it.
1: Amen. Amen. And and, uh, and people need to live in that moment. And Lord knows, over the decades, we've had some great moments with The Fix. And now every five seconds, first new record in ten years and the fix will hit the road in June. And and Cy Kernan, it's such it's such a thrill and a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, just you know, thank you for the memories and for the tunes. And best of luck out there on the road as uh, as you venture back out with that classic lineup. It, it's just a a pleasure to speak with you. And uh, and thank you very much for everything.
0: Thank you so much, Richard. Been really enjoyed talking to you.
1: Yep, Cy, uh, Take care of yourself in these strange days, and we'll enjoy the music. And really a treat to talk with you. Take care, bud. Lots of love. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye.